0: Hi, welcome to Promo Insiders, a counselor podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry, from hard-hitting news to fun trends. Uh, I'm CJ Mitica, Editor-in-Chief of Counselor and Advantage's Magazines, and I'm joined by Lonnie Inlander, a personal and corporate stylist and founder of Washington, D.C.-based Real Lifestyle. Today, we're discussing how the pandemic has changed, how we dress, and what we wear, both for work and for life. So thank you, Lonnie for for joining us today. How are you doing? I am good. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm very excited about the topic.
0: So um for for those who who don't know, uh, Lonnie and I know each other very well. We've known each other for about a, a decade now. Uh, Lonnie is right to my good friend, who I went to college with. So um, I, we should be obviously talking about apparel and clothing. Uh, we may spend the next half hour just catching up and talking about our kids though.
1: <laughs> actually, this is the first time we're having this kind of conversation. So it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, no, we've always talked ten, tangentially about work, but it's, uh, it's cool It's cool to actually have, to do something together work-wise. So again, th- thank you so much for joining us, Lonnie. You're welcome. So uh, I wanted to talk about, um, I want to talk about obviously, first of all, you know, your, your company real Style. So what, what exactly do you do and what kind of clients do you service?
1: Well, the number one thing that we do is teach busy men and women how to wear their power so they can live their lives fully and confidently. I've had my business for over, um, or almost 15 years and I've had a style blog for almost 10 years. And I would say, you know, what all of our clients have in common is that they just want to look and feel put together every day and get on with their lives, uh, do what they need to do without having to worry about their clothes. They want to use clothes as a tool. Um, Our business offers personal styling, corporate style seminars. We have an on-demand e-course that takes you through the process we use with our private styling clients but on your own and we have a personal stylist training program and of course now we do all of this virtually
0: yeah just just like everything right i mean which leads into the question i want to ask which is you know, since the, the pandemic has changed everything, it's certainly changed work. Um, and, um, you know, I'm exhibit A for that. I've been working from home exclusively since it started in March. Um, you know, I imagine a lot of people have. So, um, you know, with, with, the, with, with, the, with the pandemic, how, how has it changed in your view, how, how people are, are are dressing and what kind of clothes they're seeking out?
1: Well, of course, everybody is prioritizing comforts. And they're prioritizing comfort over style, and in my opinion, appropriateness. Um, I've always believed that you can find professional-looking clothes that are comfortable, stylish, and appropriate if you look in the right places. You know, there's a really big area and a lot of—excuse <clears throat> me—a lot of choices between a formal business suit and sweatpants. So there's really no excuse. For showing up to your work halls in like an old ready college t-shirt, <laughs> <Which> <laughs>
0: there's, I, a, I, lot, there's it's a lot of choices in there. <laughs> <But yeah.
1: laughs> Do you feel seen? Um, <clears throat> so I think that you know there are definitely you can be comfortable, but you can also be stylish and appropriate. And we're just really dealing with a comfort issue at this
0: point. Okay. And so and be, actually, so before I go further, Lonnie, I should add, since we are doing this on Facebook Live, uh, if we have anybody joining us today, you know, feel free to ask questions um, throughout. Um, you know, Again, Lonnie is a very successful uh, personal stylist and I'd be happy to answer the, the, the style questions you might have, but I think, I think Lonnie would be the, the better person to answer them. So again, feel free to ask questions um, throughout. Um, so, so again, so just to follow up on what you said, Lonnie, that idea of sort of comfort and appropriateness, Um, you know, I think that that's a pretty I guess there's a lot of gray area in those concepts. So when you when you say those things, you know, what are some examples or what, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, I think that people are using comfort as an excuse to not be dressed up enough for work. And they're saying, well, I'm just sitting at a desk all day or even nobody's seeing me because actually there are a good amount of people who don't even have video calls. Sure. um, Or they only have like one a week. And so they're like, well, I just want to be comfortable. But the problem with that is even if only you know what you're wearing, you still know what you're wearing. And (laughs) when you are more dressed up, you are happier and you are more productive i mean statistics show i actually put them on my website on my virtual styling page just to give people a little (laughs) Um, you just feel more productive you feel more like yourself like even Even for myself, when I came back from my vacation in August, I was like, okay, it's September, it's fall shopping and fall shopping may not look like the fall shopping season normally does, but I'm going to work every day. So I am getting dressed. I had one week of seeing people out for the first time because the restrictions lifted in DC and I was able to see people masked and distanced in person and just having three or four days in one week of wearing my you know dry clean only clothes again because i wasn't you know making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for my kids and worried they were going to get their handprints all over me (laughs) or i was going to spill on myself when i was making the sandwich right um made me feel so much better about myself and it also made me feel like me and i think that's what people don't realize is We're all feeling out of sorts because our lives are upside down and inside out. Our kids aren't at school. They're at home. We can't celebrate with our families. You know, we can't have our usual social events. Everyone's missing all these milestones and their families. Clothes are something you can use to feel like yourself. And it really does create a snowball effect. Like wear the clothes that you would wear to work. Maybe you're wearing a more comfortable pants or you're not wearing um, you know, the more structured blazer, you're wearing a more comfortable blazer at your desk or more of a sweater blazer or something like that. Or if you're a man, you're not wearing the jacket, you're just wearing a great shirt in a color that's super flattering to you, you know, you still look in the mirror, you still see yourself on Zoom. Most people spend the whole time staring at themselves on Zoom, not listening to anyone else, but distracted by how bad they look and then feeling worse about themselves afterwards. So yes, I'm talking about being appropriate, but at the end of the day where I like to come at this with my clients is it really is about how you feel about yourself because how you feel about yourself will be reflected in your dealings with other people. If you're going into a sales call and you are wearing your lucky shirts that always gets you the sale, you're going to feel and act confident and that is going to reflect on the person you're meeting with.
0: So ask about the flip side of this. If um, so, there's still people who actually are going to an office, and obviously people are they're still going out, whether it's for social functions or other things. If they're still venturing out, has has have the rules changed sort of about what's considered appropriate? Has that comfort at home idea um, has it extended into the the, the you know, into the outside environment?
1: I think it definitely has. Um if you, I mean, for one thing, most people are coming home and putting their clothes in the laundry right away, right? So the expectation of going into your office even if you were wearing, Formal, you know, formal suit or formal business attire is not there. I don't think, even if you're going into your office and you're a woman, anyone's expecting you to come in every day in, you know, a skirt suit and three inch heels. For a man, I don't think anyone's expecting you to be wearing, you know, a tie and a pocket square. I think things are more casual, but you still need to be neat, appropriate, not wrinkled. Um, you just need to be appropriate for the situation. And I think being neat and put together is something that is not non-negotiable and not something that everybody is following right now, but you you have
0: to
1: check so, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There is still a difference so, between... Do <laughs>
0: Yeah. Do Do you th- do you think like these changes are going to be permanent? Like this is sort of a new standard, or do you think if if as life sort of reverts back to a version of what it was and people are venturing out more, that some some of the sort of the flexibility with these with, with these rules regarding dressing up that they're going to sort of go back to back to some of the ideas about were.
1: Yeah, I think that more offices will become business casual more often. Um, But even in business casual offices, we've always said, keep a comfortable blazer on the back of your chair. So that when you do get called into a meeting, you've got it, you know, keep a tie in your drawer. Uh, The blazer extends to women, obviously the tie does not, even keeping a more formal pair of shoes for men and women in case you get called into a different kind of meeting than you thought you were going to have. The idea is you don't want your boss to have to come by your office to check your outfit before he picks up the phone to call you into a meeting with your biggest client or his biggest client. You want them to have the confidence that you're always dressed appropriately And I don't think that is um, too much to expect, and that doesn't also have to do with how formal you are necessarily. And I think some, I think some workplaces actually will have a knee jerk reaction and say we have gone too far. Everyone needs to go back to formal dress.
0: That, and that's what I'm sort of wondering, wondering about. I mean, where, what is the, the time and place right now for for that, that formal dress for going all out?
1: I think when you are meeting with a new client, when you're meeting with any client, you definitely need to show the respect that the situation deserves. If you're celebrating somebody online, if, if it's a coworker's birthday or a friend's birthday, get dressed up. Add some sparkle. <laughs> um, show your respect and appreciation for the situation, but really, at the end of the day, it is—it's two things. It's how you feel about yourself, and it's how other people see you.
0: So, um, you work with a lot of people, obviously, about identifying the right pieces for them. What are some of the th- the other philosophies or the core items that you direct people to, so that they can sort of have a foundation to work off of?
1: We believe in the five must-haves for your work wardrobe. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, maybe we need to just throw these all away because people are so casual. Maybe they don't mean anything. I mean, who even wears shoes anymore, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I realized that they actually do, they still stand and they actually mean even more because we always did have a, an emphasis on comfort because if clothes aren't comfortable, people aren't going to wear them. So you need to make the effort to find your five must haves and have them feel like they're your style, be in the right colors for you, the right fit, the right silhouette, have them feel like you, and then you will wear them If you put in the time and effort to get these pieces right, getting dressed for any situation will just be so much easier. So we have a comfortable blazer, which I've already mentioned no less than 15 times, (laughs) but this should really be your default instead of, I'd say for a woman instead of a cardigan. So, you know, instead of the old cardigan on the back of your chair when you're cold, get a comfortable blazer. I mean, it could be ponte, scuba, jersey, there's so many fabrics out there, a sweater blazer um, for the winter, so many different things that you can get right now that are in a blazer shape and will give you that structure of a blazer and that finish and polish, but still be completely comfortable. Um, I mean, there are blazers that you could practically exercise in for both men and women right now. They're so comfortable. There are so many brands doing clothes that you know look like clothes but actually feel like active wear Um, which actually brings me to the next one which is number two a perfectly tailored trouser so for both men and women there are so many pairs of pants out there right now that literally feel like exercise pants so ponte is a fabric that they make it's spelled p-o-n-t-e that they make for men and women Um, but is really more um, prevalent for women, I would say at this point. Feels like sweatpants. No excuse not to be wearing a nice black pant if you have a ponte pant. And of course, it also comes in other colors. It comes in dresses. It comes in jackets. It is the magic fabric. And for women, sorry, for men, there are brands out there like Vori and Roan. I think Roan... I mean, God, they've probably tripled their sales since the pandemic started. They can't keep their pants in stock. It's spelled R-H-O-N-E. And they have pants that look like dress pants, but feel like athletic pants. They have stretch, they're moisture wicking, they're antimicrobial. Like everything you can think of that an exercise pant would have, they have, but they look like business casual trousers. And there are people even making suits and dress shirts um, that look like real clothes and actually perform like athletic wear. So really there is absolutely no excuse. Um, Number three is dress shoes you can walk in. So I know a lot of people are not thinking about shoes, but actually I have to say that a lot of people are starting to get dressed again because they realize we're in this for the long haul. And I don't want my clothes to just sit there for a year and a half. I want to start wearing them again. I miss my shoes. I miss my clothes. I miss my friends in the closet. I feel terrible leaving them in there all alone in the dark. (laughs) They're trying to help me. Um, And so I think shoes especially, in terms of what's going to change, people are really, really not going to compromise on comfortable shoes. And that is a big thing I've heard from people is that they have started wearing shoes around their house again. And of course, it's their comfortable dress shoes. So this is going to be a huge category. I think when this is over, when everyone goes back to work, people are going to be used to walking more. They're not going to necessarily want to be taking public transportation right away. So comfortable dress shoes are going to be gold. Anyone making those is going to make a lot of money. Um so number four, a lightweight structured work bag. So having a clean, fresh work tote is gonna make you feel so much better about yourself and give a great first impression when you are in person. And even if it's just holding your work at the corner of in the corner of your office right now, gonna feel nicer than something old and beat up that you're worried someone's gonna see, you know, when you if you have to pull it out on Zoom. Better yeah. to have something lovely than something old and gross, right? So <laughs> ba-
0: ba- Barry got me, like my wife got me last year, a very nice leather work bag. I had I used it for all of two months, and now, and now it's just gathering yeah. dust in the corner. And it just feel, feel so guilty about it.
1: Right, right, exactly, exactly. Everybody, but um, I know a lot of people actually who are still using their work bags, who uh, just to like keep things organized, sure. so they feel like yeah. they're still using them. And you know, you can also use it if you, I know we're not really escaping to coffee shops, but you know, if you can escape to the backyard or something, you can always take it too with your work. Um, but really this goes for men and women. So I'm glad you made that point. Um, and also some people need backpacks just because of back issues. Sure. Every brand is making a backpack right now. So that should not be an issue at all. Um, for women, our favorite brands are Lowen Sons and Dagny Dover. And lastly, your power color, you should know what your power color is. This is something that we've been talking about for years in our corporate style presentations, and it has suddenly taken on a whole new meaning because of Zoom. Mm -hmm. So we've always told people in our corporate presentations, whenever you're presenting in front of a group, you should be wearing color because This is what helps people pay attention to you, wearing color. So you should know what are your most flattering colors. And if you really don't know, for a woman, you can just go with jewel tones. Um, For a man, there's always a shade of blue that looks good on you that you can get a shirt in. Although I have to tell you, I have more than a few male clients who look really good
0: in purple and pink. I was about to say, purple is my color. I, I, think I, wore, I think I wore it, wore it to, to your wedding.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking, actually, as <laughs> I was saying purple and pink. Uh, right. So I have a lot of male clients who will get purple and pink shirts and ties. Um, so even if you know, you're not wearing a pocket square, you're not wearing a tie, you can still get a shirt in one of these colors and have Uh, Some color around your face. Um, For women, one of the ways to tell what is a power color for you is if it makes you look like you need more or less makeup. And for men, you can say if it makes you look like you need
0: more or less sleep. (laughs) Don't Um, don't, need more or less sleep right now. uh
1: Yeah. yeah, So now is a really good time to test that, right?
0: Um,
1: (laughs) On... On Zoom, color is so important, so important. It really, really makes a difference in how other people, I mean, just being able to see somebody, to pick them out of the background um, is important. Now, if you're sitting in front of a red wall, you may wanna wear more neutral colors. You should take your Zoom background
0: into account. But if you're in front of a neutral wall, you definitely wanna wear color. So what about pattern? Because, you know, I've heard that, like, certain patterns can be distracting over Zoom. So is that ever an issue?
1: Yeah, I think you don't want small, crazy patterns, definitely. Um, So I'm wearing something that's kind of big and short-blocked and bold. That's fine. But something that is small and busy, like a small houndstooth or a check or something, is not going to be great but if they're very small it's going to end up reading as a um, solid but if there's white in it and a color and it's small it's going to make everybody dizzy you don't want to do that
0: so I want, I want to go back to something you said a, a couple minutes ago which i thought was interesting because you've been you were mentioning all these tailored pieces that are really made from these sort of like comfortable activewear fabrics so in terms of like determining like you know what's your best look or what or what 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 works for the for the you know the workplace, it doesn't seem to be the it seems to be the item or the look. Is that fair to say? Say that again. You went out a little. Oh, sure. sorry. Um, you know, there's all these tailored pieces and activewear yeah. fabrics. So it seems like it's not the fat. It's not the fabric that determines whether it's, a, it's more sort of the item itself or the look of the item.
1: Oh, if it's appropriate, um. Yeah, I mean, there are more traditional silhouettes. What really determines if something looks neat and put together is if it can wrinkle and um, the fit. So when I go into companies to talk to them, the number one complaint, if the office dress code is business casual, The number one complaint for men is that their clothes are wrinkled. So what's great about these new stretch performance fabrics is that they don't really wrinkle or at least not as easy. Um, and so, and also because they have stretch, they fit better. They fit closer to the body. They fit better. So people are going to notice. your clothes fit they never know how much they cost they notice how they fit the reason why clothes looks expensive clothes look so good a lot of times is because people who buy designer clothes get them tailored immediately they don't even the clothes don't leave the store until the tailor has made sure they are perfect because if you're spending $1,000 on a blazer, you want it to fit perfectly. You're going to take the sleeve up half yeah. an inch. You're not gonna just leave it.
0: Right, no, that's the point. We actually have a question here from, from Michelle Merrifield who asks about um, crew neck versus collared for for men. Do you, do you have a take on that, Lonnie?
1: Oh, well, does she mean, oh, like, is it okay, like how you're wearing a crew neck sweater versus wearing a collared shirt? If that's what she means.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, or, or it could also be like, sort of like a polo versus a like a, a nicer t-shirt under certain, certain things. Wow. So yeah, I mean, I think it could be both ways.
1: Yeah, and it could be a collared sweater too. Um, collared sweaters are nice sure. too. Collar is always more formal, always. Um, you know, if you are trying to take things up a notch, which I always advocate taking things up as many notches as you're comfortable, <laughs> um I would wear a dress shirt underneath your sweater. Again, it depends on your industry. Like for somebody like you, CJ, very casual, you look great, wouldn't change a thing. But for somebody who is maybe, um, you know, meeting a new client in sales. Sure. I would probably wear a collared shirt underneath a sweater. And as far as between a t-shirt and a polo, even if it's a very nice t-shirt, definitely a polo. But you also have to be careful what kind of polo it is. So I've seen golf polos that I thought, thought looked you know, practically like dress clothes, but then you can also, you know, get a polo shirt that looks wrinkled and like you pulled it off, you know, the floor that morning or you are going to go golfing and knock off after work. So you really have to be careful what impression those clothes are making. If you are just wearing a t-shirt or you are just wearing a golf polo, Your boss might be wondering how much you're working. Are you really focused? What are you doing in between your calls when he can't see you? And I think that's something else people aren't thinking about is, I have heard multiple people tell me that their boss is talking about what other people are wearing. And of course they feel safe telling my clients because my clients are dressed perfectly appropriately. you know, is it's complaining about what other people in the office are wearing, but the boss is not necessarily dressed appropriately either or following the dress code that they're trying to instill because they're the boss and they think they don't matter. So just because your boss is not following the dress code doesn't mean you don't have to. And that's another thing is a lot of people just went home and they never did instill a dress code for work from home or make clear that you needed to. So people thought, well, I'm at home. It doesn't matter, but it does matter. And your boss is still looking and you still need to be appropriate. And people are still judging you on what you wear. Even if you are at home, even if you have a two-year-old underneath you spilling peanut butter on you, you're still being judged. So you just need to get washable clothes that look appropriate and they you well.
0: So, um, Lonnie, I think we have one question here just about, about your glasses. There's your, your, your frames are earning rays and they want to know oh. where, where they can find them.
1: That's so funny because I feel like they look so terrible in the light um, that they reflect so badly,
0: um, even though I have every anti-glare,
1: everything you can uh, put on here. They are actually um, Nine West. I normally buy designer glasses, but I fell in love with these that were not even that expensive and they're burgundy on the side. You can see, but there are nine West, completely not expensive at all.
0: <laughs> so Lonnie, we're gonna, so um, in, in our write-up, we're gonna post a link to your website and to the article that you referenced. Um, but can you, just to, just to wrap up, can you tell our audience where they can find you if they wanna learn about more about yourself or about, about your company?
1: Sure, my website is real-life-style.com. And um, you can find our blog there, you can find information on all of our services. Um, and if you have any other questions I didn't answer, feel free to shoot me an email through our contact form.
0: Cool, well, th- this was great. It's been a, uh, you know, it's been a crazy year and like, and certainly it's applied to everything, including, including style and and fashion. So I really appreciate Lonnie that you t- you've taken the time to to walk us through it.
1: My pleasure, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yep, you're welcome. And and thank you, everybody, for watching today.